Okay, so we're learning Teftalim and Aleph, and we're beginning from the bottom of Gimel and Beis. We said that the Tana is the Tana of Litrakutsiyas, the Tana that holds that a Beitza wouldn't be bottle, a Beitza that's a trefa would not be bottle, is the Tana of Litrakutsiyas. It says in the Mishnah, three lines from the bottom, Litrakutsiyas, Litra is, uh, is a weight. We have a leader today, apparently the word comes from there, but a leader was a, was a weight, Litra, Kutsiyas, Kutsiyas are pressed figs together. They would press figs together in the olden days, Kutsiyas, there was a Kli called the Maksaya, you would cut the dates and then you would press them together and they would be pressed into a certain amount and they would be put into different places. Litra, Kutsiyas, so you have this measure of Kutsiyas, Shadar said that you pressed it, Alpia Eagle, on top of the mouth of the eagle. An eagle was apparently the kind of a Kli that they would press it into, but you don't know which eagle you put it into. I guess whenever you, wherever you would do this, you'd have tens of them, you could have hundreds of them, you could have many of them, and one of them um, was mixed in, and apparently it was usser for some reason or another, and it got mixed in, right, let's say it was um, truma, and it got mixed in with other ktsios, and you don't know where you put it, right? Or that's one kind of a clean eagle. It could be darsal pi chavis, you pressed it into the top of a barrel, you don't know into which barrel you pressed it into. Or you put it into another kind of a kli called a kaveras. You don't know into which kaveras you, you pressed it in. So what's the din? You now have a taroves of your ketsios of truma with the other taroves, with the other ketsios. Rabbi Meir Omer. Rabbi Meir says that there's a following machlokas tonight. That means Rabbi Meir is introducing a machlokas tanayim on this point. What's the din of a litra ketsios that gets pressed into the top of one of these kalim and it's mixed up with other ones? Rabbi Eliezer Omer, roi mesal yonos ki'ilu hein prudos. We look at the top ones. You see, you pressed it into the top. So let's say there's five or six or seven or ten of these kalim. You pressed it into one of the top. So really, if you think about it, you only have a tarovis of one in five or six or seven or eight or ten. However many tops you have, because you know it's in the top of one of the kalim. So if you need a bitl of, let's say it's truma, we need bitl of one in a hundred, so you only have a bitl really of one in seven, five or six or seven or, or ten, because you only have ten tops and you know it's in the top. But Rabbi Eliezer is a big chiddush. Since the reason why you need a hundred is only with Rabbanan, we could be mekel. And we could say, we imagine the top ones, which is really where the Tarovis is, as though it's separate from the top. It's not in the top, in other words. And the ones that are below, they also are malo, they also are mevatel deoyonos. Meaning to say, I can look at the full amount of kitsios in all of the kalim, from the top to the bottom. And if among all of them together, not only the tops, if among everything together, even the bottoms and the middles, I have a hundred, so then I can have bitl. Yeshua Omer, no. Yeshua says, no. You only have a tarovis on the top. You need to have bitl on the top. Im sham. if you have there, meya pumin, there's a hundred mouths, a hundred tops with kitsio. So then I have a hundred... 101 pieces in the Tarovis, so then Yalu, then I can allow them to be Mavato, the one that got mixed in Vimalav, but if I don't have 100, Hapuminasun, all of the mouths are Mutter, Vashulayim Mutarim, but the bottoms, everything below the bottom, which was never really part of the Suffolk, because I know that the Isser is only in the top of one of them, the bottoms are Mutter. That's the Machlaikis according to Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda Omer, no. Rabbi Huda says that's not the Machlaikis. The Machlaikis, Rabbi Yazir, and Rabbi is different. Rabbi Yazir, Aymer. Meaning, Rabbi Eliezer, he holds what Rabbi Meir said Rabbi Yeshua held. Rabbi Eliezer holds that if there's a hundred tops, so then you have bitl in the tops. But if there's not a hundred tops, even if there's only, right, only five or six or seven, so then all the tops are aser, and the bottoms, anything that's lower down, is going to be mutter. But of course, you couldn't be mitzarev 
the things below the top to make the bittel, according to Eliezer. Bishua Omer, Bishua is more machmir than Eliezer. And he says, no, afilu yesham shalosh meos puvin, even if you have 300 tops. Now, if you have 300 tops, no matter what the Yisr is, it could be Truma, it could be Arla, it could be Kilayim, it should be Batal. It's not Batal. Lo Yalu. It's not going to be Batal. We're not going to say that the 300 miles, the 300 tops of the Kalim full of Kitsios are going to be Mavatal, the one that's Asr. Why not? It doesn't say why. The reason is because it's a mouth. It's what we call Davish Beminion. You have one mouth, two mouths, three mouths. That's the reason why. And he holds that once it's Davish Beminion, then it's not Batal. Darsa Beagle. Now the answer is another halacha. If you press it into an eagle, ve'eno yodeya be'eze eagle dar, so you don't know into which eagle you pressed it. Now halacha, that sounds like the same thing. You pressed it into an eagle, into one of these kalim. I don't know which one. Dirvi akol everyone agrees that it's batal. So the Gemara asks right away. That's the same thing. Dirvi akol, everyone agrees. What do you mean? That's the same case that they were arguing about. You pressed it into one of these kalim called an eagle, and you don't know which one. Amraf Papa, Surah Papa says no hachikomer. This is what it's saying. It's a little bit unclear. What it means to say is Darsa, be eagle, you pressed it into one of these kalim called an eagle. Ven yodea, be'eza makom eagle darsa. You don't know into which place in the eagle you pressed it. Meaning to say before, we said you put it in the, in the mouth of it. You knew exactly where it is. So then we would say that's like a Darsh minion. I have this mouth, I have that mouth, I have the other mouth. But I have to at least know what I'm talking about. I know where it is in the Kli. Whereas if Darsa, somewhere into the eagle, Beagle. Then you yeah, you don't know exactly which place within the eagle you pressed it. You don't know either it's phone, you don't know if it's to the north of it, north inside, either dome or the southern side. So then it's not even considered a Darush of a minion because I don't even have like a unit to count. I'm counting the north side, the south. What, what, what am I pointing to? Designing to point, designing to count, then it's all like one big uh, confusion. Then everyone would agree it's not even considered a Darush of minion, then it's Bato. Okay, so what we see from here is, that at least according to the Pshat of Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yeshua, there's a din that a Darush of a minion, something that we would count, is never bottle. So we would use that to go back and explain the Brisa. It could be talking about this bait that might have been the Shabbos and it's Asr Midr Abbanan. When it's a suffix, it doesn't mean a suffix of that, because that would be Mutter Midr Suffix. A suffix means a suffix Trefa, that would be Asr. And that suffix Trefa that gets into a Taravis would not be bottle. Why isn't it bottle? Just like this, these Igule, uh, these uh, Litra Kutsiyais in the mouth of the Kli, they're not bottle because it's a Darush Minion, and any Darush Minion isn't bottle. An egg is also considered a Darush Minion, and it's not bottle. Very good. Rav Ashi, um, Rav Ashi gives one more teretz. Rav Ashi gives one more teretz. Now, let's remember, before we, before we read Rav Ashi's teretz, we had a problem. What was our problem? Because if it's like Rav Yitzchak and Rav Yitzchak, if it's an Isra and Rabbanan, when it's not in Shabbos and Yamtiv, why is it Asr when it's a Suffolk? And because we had a Kasha, why is it Asr? Because we should say Suffolk to Rabbanan the Kula. We said it's a Suffolk Trefa, and then we had a problem if it's a Suffolk Trefa, which is a Suffolk Derai, so why isn't it Batal? So we're Mechadish because it's a Darush of Rav Ashi says, the Kushya may car less, the question didn't start. Because if you think about it, this is also called a Davar Shabimin. This is also called a Davar Sheishlamatir. And remember, we said that according to Rabbah, if it's Asr because it's called a Chisarna Vachana, there's no Achana, and that's an Isra Daraisa. We said that the reason why it wouldn't be Batal is because it's going to be Mutter after Shabbos. And even though it's in a Tarovis, but a Davar Sheishlamatir, something that's going to be Mutter later, is not Batal. Now, why can't I say the same thing in a Yitzchak and of Yasef? It's Asr. Midrabanan, but it's not going to be bottled because it's a davar sheyesh lomatir, and it's also going to be mutter. If we don't wait till Matzei Shabbos, Matzei Yamtiv, it's no longer going to be included in the gzeira of Paris and Oshim or Mashkin. So it's going to be mutter. So what was the Gemara thinking all along? Why did the Gemara say it's a big problem to say it's bottled? Let's go. Let's say it's going back. Let's say it's going back. So the problem was because suffix trefa is a suffix, meaning we had to make suffix aser a suffix deraisa. Once we made suffix 
Safik Trefa, so we assume that the next line will be talking about the same Safik Trefa. That was our problem. So now Rav Ash is going to say, you know what? I'm going to tell you that really, Adar Matirin, even if it's a Drabanan, is not going to be battle. And Adar Matirin, even if it's a Drabanan, is not going to be battle. And for the same reason, even if there's a Safik, it's going to be Asr. Meaning, we thought that the Chumrah of Darish Hashem applied to the Arises. He's going to say, no, the Chumrah of Darish Hashem applies to the Rabbanans. And then, our Kasha was never a Kasha. Really, when the Bryce on the first din said it's Asr, it meant like if Yitzchak and Evasive, it's Asr because, you know, it's an Isidra Banan of Mashkin Sezavu or Perezonation. Good. Then it says, when it's a Suffolk, it's Asr, it means Suffolk Yamto Suffolk. I read a Kasha, it's a. It's a daver. It's a it's a drabanan and suffik drabanan should be lekula. No, have a daver sheish lematirin. V'chal daver sheish lematirin. Anything that's going to have hetter. I feel with drabanan. Even if it's a drabanan, lo batel is not batel. And once they say that in this drabanan that sheish lematirin is not batel, I can also say that when it's a suffik, it's going to be sveikel chumra. So I don't need to say that the line of suffik is talking with a treifa. Could also be talking with the beitza, and then that same beitza is going to be uh, not batel because it's a daver sheish lematirin. Okay, so those are the different ways of explaining according to Rav Yitzchak and Rav Yitzchak. That means in the end of the sugya, we have no kashas really on Rav Yitzchak and Rav Yitzchak. We could pass in like Rav Yitzchak or Rav Yitzchak. Fine. Tanya, it's a b'raisa. Acherim ayimim, Mishim Rav Yitzchak. Acherim, they say in the name of Yitzchak. Beitzah, Tiyachel. A beitzah that's night on Yom Tev or Shabbos. You can eat it. Tiyachel. He, ve'ima. You can eat it. You can eat it to mother. You can eat the Tanagayas that laid it. Now, b'mayaskin, what are we talking about here? What was the Status of that time to go this. If we're talking about a time to go this, that we were intending on eating pshita. It's pashat the hivi It's pashat that it and its mother is mutter. Rashi explains the question really is it's not so pashat because we said there's a problem of hachana maybe according to Rabbah, right? There's different problems. But what it means to say is if you're telling me that the beitzah is mutter, for sure the mother is mutter because the beitzah is called noilad and that's more chamer. The mother is mutter. So if you're so just tell me the beitzah is mutter. Tell me. You don't have to say he veima. Why do you need to say the mother? If it's a medicine god, if it's a medicine achila, then of course the mother. The chiddush is the beitzah, so that can't be. Can't be talking about a beitzah that's a medicine lachila because then we would just say he shario. You wouldn't say he veima because that's pasha. Ella, we're talking about tanagayis. A medicine god lebeitzim. It's a tanagayis. It's muktzah. It's standing. It's it's right. It's meant to be megad lebeitzim. So then the halacha is not that it's both mutter. He veima sur. Really, it and its mother is aser. And even though we said that that depends on whether you hold of Muks or not, Rashi says that Rabbi Eliezer is the Tana here, and Rabbi Eliezer holds, he's the Tana of Rabbi and Rabbi Eliezer holds that it should be Mukta. So if Rabbi Eliezer holds it to Mukta, how does it say Hivi Imesharia? So the we have to go back to saying that it's Aymedis um, Lachila, and if it's Aymedis Lachila, what does it mean? Hivima, right? What's the mention of the mother? It's Pasha. So Amr Rabbi Zeira, what it means to say is, you can eat it together with its mother. What does that mean? Meaning because you can't just eat the beitzah. If you're eating the mother, if you're eating the time of the goyalist, then you can eat the beitzah. What's the pshat? Why should it be like that? Why should it be that whether or not I can eat the beitzah depends on whether or not I eat the mother. Hechidami, what's the case over here that it depends on the mother? Amrabai, the case is, you bought the beitzah stam. And when you buy a beitzah stam, so was your intention that you're going to eat it or was your intention that you're going to shecht it? Sorry, yet you're going to leave it to be Megadal Beitzim. You didn't decide. Now in Halacha, at least in a Din Rabbanan, we pass in this way, there's a Din called Breira. And Breira means that even if you, like in the case of Mukta, Breira would mean, even if I didn't set it aside initially, specifically, but later on I could be Mavarer, I could be, I could clarify later what its status was before. So in other words, in the case over here where I bought the time to get a Stam, I would say that if I decided to Shechtet, 
then Iglai Milsa, that Lumafreya, it was a Tanagayas uh, that was meant to be shachted. And if I didn't shacht it, then Iglai Milsa, that it was not meant to be. In other words, in the first case, if I shachted it, it wasn't Muksa ever. And in the second case, when I did shacht it, then it was never Muksa. Ah, so that's what it means to say. If Nishchata, if I decided to shechta, and it was shechta in the middle of Yantav Huvaros, then it was Nisbarer Dulachil, that it was Aymed to be shechta, to be shechta and eat all along, and therefore the Beitzah could be eaten. If I shechta and eat it, I can eat the Beitzah with it, because it wasn't books in the first place. Whereas Lainishchata, if you never shechta it and laid an egg, you can't eat the egg, because since I didn't shechta it, Huvaros was clear that it was Nisbarer, that the Mafreya, the God of the and it was Aymed the God of the and it's Muksa. And according to Yubliazer, there's a problem with Muksa. Okay, that's what I'm shah. Rav Mariam, Rav Mari says there's another problem. Guzma, Rav Mari says, the reason why it says over here that you can eat the mother, it's a guzma. Guzma basically means in English an exaggeration. It means to say that it's extra. Yeah? It means to say that it's really redundant. You didn't need to say that. The, yeah, guzma katani, it's saying a guzma. It's saying that, um, it's saying that um, you can eat the mother, but really there's no chiddush. You're right. The Tanya, he's just giving a b'risa, where you see such an example that the Tanya doesn't talk, that Tanya mentions things that are redundant. It says in the b'risa, cherim omrim, mishrum ebeliezer, you can eat it, you can eat its mother. You can eat the chick inside. You can eat the shells. What's going on here? You can eat it and the mother and the chick and the shell. What does it mean you can eat the shell? Elaine, what does it mean you can eat the shell? Who eats shells? It means that you can eat the shell literally. Who eats the shell? Achilles, a klipa, something you can eat. It means you can eat the klipa when it's in the shell. You can eat the klipa when it's in the shell or. Or with the shell, meaning you can take an afreich out of the shell and eat it. I can't leave the Gira Ban and the lady of Yerazer, Ben Yaakov. So actually, these are Frank Shazam Machlekes. We'll see later on that when a chicken is, is just laid, just hatched, I'm sorry, and it hasn't even opened its eyes, if the Yerazer, Ben Yaakov holds, he can't eat it. You can't even check the need. There's an Isser there. Rabbanan holds that you could eat it. So he says that Machlekes, whether you can eat a chick just after it's it just after it comes out of the egg, I can't leave the Gira Ban and the lady of Yerazer, Ben Yaakov. Right, the Rabbanon don't argue in Avesim and Yaakov, they only disagree once it came out into the Avrolim, once it was hatched, then they say you can already eat it. But where it didn't even yet come out of the Avrolim, while it's still inside of the shell, even the Rabbanon would say, they don't disagree, and it's us so you couldn't mean to say that you can eat the chick inside of the shell. You could not. No one would hold that. There's a problem with that. You have to wait until it hatches, and you might even have to wait until it opens its eyes before you can ever eat it. So it can't mean that. Ella, what is it going to have to mean? It's going to mean that so you can eat the chick, you can eat the shell. But no one eats shells. So why is he saying you can eat the shell? Who's going to eat the shell? Guzma. It's a guzma. Meaning he's, he's saying, yeah, you can eat everything. You can eat the wrapper also. In other words, he's saying there's no shilas, you can eat it. It's a way of talking when you want to say something. That is so positive to mutter. So you say, yeah, you can eat it, you can eat the shell, you can eat everything. That's what he's saying. How can I guzma to guzma? Meaning that you can eat it, you can eat the mother, you just saying you can eat everything. There's no shilas. It's a way of to figure of speech more than the chiddush. It's not really a chiddush, of course. Okay. Edmar is a member Shabbos Yamtiv. Shabbos Yamtiv meaning one day after the other. One Shabbos, one's Yamtiv, and a bait is another than one. And you want to know what the din is on the other one? Can you eat a beitzah from Shabbos to Yom Tov or from Yom Tov to Shabbos? Rav Amar, no devizeh, asur bezeh asur. Rabbi Yechon Amar, no devizeh, muteres bezeh muter to eat the next day. Ah, so what would be the reason why? What would be the reason why Rav would say that I cannot eat the beitzah? Neimakos of Rav kedusha achasi. Should we say that Rav holds that two days of Rosh Hashanah is one kedusha, meaning to say that the reason why it's asur on the first day is. Let's say because of uh, Mukta, right? And then the next day it's just the same day, or it's Mashkin Shazavu, or it's Perzanoshim, and it's one long day, and it's Asr for the whole day. That means to say 
That means to say two days of Shabbos and Yom Tov. It's a big chiddush to say that Shabbos and Yom Tov one after the other is considered one kedusha. But should we say that when the Shabbos and Yom Tov one day after the other is considered like one long day? It's not true. Because Rav has said halacha ka'arba zekenim. The halacha is like arba zekenim. There's four zekenim, four shitas in Erefin he's referring to, and the halacha is like all of them. It's all according to Rabbi Eliezer, Damer, who says. When you have Yom Tov and Shabbat, Shabbat and Yom Tov, it's certainly considered two different days. And Rashi says the Nafkimun is you can actually have an Erev Tchumen allowing you to walk, you know, 2,000 Amas extra in one direction on one day. And you can have another Erev Tchumen allowing you to walk 2,000 Amas in the opposite direction on the next day. Because it's not one long day. So anyway, if Rav holds that way, that they're two separate days, then certainly over here, the Beitzah that was nailed on the first day, even if it's also on the first day, should be mutter on the next day. So that can't be the reason why Rav says it's Aser. So why would Rav say it's Aser? Ella, Achaba, Chana, the Rabbah, Here they're arguing about Achana, the Rabbah. Whether there is this din of Achana, the Rabbah, that things cannot be prepared from Shabbos to Yom Tov, or from Yom Tov to Shabbos. Rav is the Achana, the Rabbah. Rav holds of this problem called Achana, the Rabbah. A Beitzah cannot be prepared from Shabbos to Yom Tov, or Yom Tov to Shabbos. And that's why if it's not on Shabbos, it's Aser on Yom Tov. Rabbi Yochanan, alas the Achana, the Rabbah. Rabbi Yochanan does not hold this a problem, and therefore he holds, he could eat the Beitzah that's not one day, the next day. Now, if you think about it, this is a little bit different than what we learned before because we learned before that a Chana de Rabba means if a Beitzah is Noilad on Sunday and it's Yom Tif, it was Nigmar, it was completed, completely formed inside the time of the Gailas on Shabbos. Here we're talking about where it's laid on Shabbos and I'm talking about what's in the next day on Yom Tif on Sunday. But if it's laid on Shabbos, shouldn't that mean that it was completed on Friday and then it was Muchan on Friday? So what's the problem? That's not even a Chana. Chana is when it was completed on Shabbos or Yom Tif. Here based on the same principle that it's completed the day before, it was completed on Friday. So why shouldn't it be Mutra on Sunday, which is Yom Tov? So Taishas explains that the same way it is a problem when it's completed inside the chicken, actually being laid is also called the Chana. The same way it can't be completed in the chicken from one day to the next, it also can't be laid on one day for the next. Being laid is also considered a form of Hachana. Okay, let's just finish up here. The Gemara brings two Maisim over here. I'm sorry, before the Gemara brings two mice, and the Gemara just says, Kitanai. Is the Machlekes Tanayim on the same point? Not the Shabbos. If your bait says not the Shabbos, Tiyachov Yamtiv, it can be in the next day on Yamtiv. If it's not the Yamtiv, Tiyachov Shabbos. That's the Tanakamba. That would be similar to Rabbi Yechran. Rabbi Huda, Omer, Mishim Rabbi Yazar. Who says in the name of Rabbi Yazar? No. Adayim Machlekes. It's still the same Machlekes. Shabbi Shabbat Yamtiv, Tiyachov Shabbos, you can eat it. But he's still like Tiyachov. Let's not forget, Rabbi Yazar, he's the one who said before, that the two days are always considered two separate kedushas. If they're two separate kedushas, why can't I eat from one day to the next? It must be because of the salacha of hachana de Raba. Okay, the Gemara brings two ma'asim. When he was in yeshiva, he had a host where he used to stay by him. So his host came to him with a shayla. He had these eggs beyond for the Shabbos. They were born on Yom Tiv, and he wanted to eat them the next day on Shabbos. Now, he came to him, he actually came on Yom Tiv. Meaning it was Yom Tov and tomorrow was going to be Shabbos. Yom Tov was a Friday. He had these baits and he wanted to know could he eat the, the baits of tomorrow on Shabbos. He wanted to actually cook them today in order to eat them tomorrow. He came before him and he said to him, What is it then? Latvin to roast them today. And then we'll eat them tomorrow. Can we roast them today and eat them tomorrow? So what are you thinking? That Rav Rabbeichanan, Halacha Kerbeichanan, that in the Machlaik is Rav Rabbeichanan, what's the din of a bait that's an older on Shabbos? Is it Mutra and Yamtav or Yamtav to Shabbos? You hold the Halacha is Kerbeichanan. And you're right. But a filu Rabbeichanan, even if you're right in Rabbeichanan, has his Mutter, but what does he matter? Lo Koshori, he does not permit El Lugayim El He only allows you to swallow it raw tomorrow. Avil Biyomi, but on that day that it's Noila today, on Yamtav to roast it low. No, Rashi says it's Mukta. 
Meaning today it's Muksa. Fatanya says on the Braisa. Achas Beitza Shinoda Bishabbat, Vachas Beitza Shinoda Yamtiv. Whether the Beitza is not allowed to carry it around, it's Muksa. You're not allowed to carry it around, it's Muksa. You can't use it as a lid for a kli. You can't lose it, use it as a support for the leg of your bed. Meaning to say the bait says mukta. So even though Rabbi Yochanan says the next day it's a different kedusha and there's no problem with a darab and you can eat it, but you're not going to have a way of cooking it today because today it's asr and because it's asr it's even mukta. One more. Maisa, Papa, the host of Rav Papa. Vamrila and others say it wasn't the host of Rav Papa, it was a hugavra. There was some. And some, 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 some man, the Hasidic commander of Papa, who came before of Papa, and whoever it was, had a Shiloh. He had these eggs, they were born in Shabbos, and he wanted to eat them on Yamtiv. He came to him on Shabbos, and he said to him, What is it in? Can I eat them tomorrow on Yamtiv? He said, I don't want to pass him. Now, really, what do you have to bask in? Whether the Lach is like your Beach, and like Rav. He said, Go. Go now. I'm not going to answer you. Tell him, Come back tomorrow. You want an answer whether the Lach is like Rav or Beach? Go now. Come back tomorrow. Why wouldn't Rav Paskin? The Rav would not stand up a, an, an Amor as a spokesman over him from Yom Tov What does that mean? In the olden days, you know, when Amorim would speak before microphones, they would have somebody who had a loud voice and he could speak for them. So what it means to say is Rav wouldn't give a drasha. When you give a drasha, usually you'd have somebody to speak for you called an Amora. You would appoint him to stand over you and you tell him what they're saying, he would say it. Rav would not appoint an Amora, a spokesman, to stand over him from Yom Tov to the next. And Rashi says what from Yom Tov to the next means from the time he ate on Yom Tov, because when he ate on Yom Tov, he would drink wine during his meal. From the time he ate on Yom Tov and drank his wine and he became a little bit shikr, he would not ever darshan alacha, mishum shikhas, because he was afraid for shikhas and he wouldn't pass him. So today he'd already eaten his yamtiv meal, he didn't want to pass him, come back tomorrow. Kiyas Lamarcha, when he came the next day, Armalei, he said, it's a good thing, I didn't pass him right away. If I would have passed him now, meaning right away, when he came and I wouldn't have waited, I would have made a mistake, I would have forgotten the din. I would have told you, yeah, but it's a mistake, it would have been a mistake, I'm happy I waited till today, because now I know, one of the three cases is the case that we just discussed. Allah is like Rav in the case that we just mentioned. The Khumra even that the base is Nodan Shabbos is Asr and Yamtiv.